Hello and welcome to round two of the Nevermind Poly World Cup of Rock. Welcome back. If you haven't checked out round one, go and take a hard look at yourself. What are you doing? Listen to round two. This is obviously round two. So go listen to round one. Come back and listen to round two. But for those of you who are here for round two, you know the score. You know the setup by now. We went from 126 bands all the way down to, I think it's 63, if my math is correct. I've got Reese on the line as always. How are you, buddy? How things? I'm good. Things are really well. Um, this is this is a bit of a weird one because we're recording this before, well, to the day that the the round one has gone out. So necessarily, we haven't had any kickback yet. So by the time this one goes out, we might have been absolutely slated. And we <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That is very and true. We, we could be making things worse by making a second one, but hey, I mean, we're, we're rocking with the concept. I like it. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think because this one could have got the scope to be a little bit longer, because we're going to go more in depth and there's going to be a few more arguments. I feel because I'm just looking at the thing. Now there are some big names clashing up here as before. Me and Reese have a have a um what did, what did I call it? I can't remember what I called it last time now. It's not a wild card, we were just talking about that. Um A overall overall overall, overall. overall card. So basically if if we come to a stalemate disagreement or whatever, we can just say this band I want to go through over the other band and yeah. this is the last one we have in the competition. So without any further ado, kicking things off, um we're going to your neck of the woods, Reese. We're going to Wales with oh. Bullet for My Valentine versus Led Zeppelin 0.0 in Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So again, like with this whole thing, we're going to try and look more at a band's longevity, a band's career, kind of other side notes of of points of view and, wor- and worth noting. So just so everyone's aware of that as well. So Bullet for My Valentine obviously been around... Since the early 2006, yeah, 2005, 2005, 2006, Greta Van Fleet came out 2017, 16, 17. Um, yeah. yeah, something like that. Obviously, very heavily influenced by uh, Led Zeppelin and Bullet for Valentine, very much influenced by the Welsh metal scene, rock scene around that time. Uh, when they're when they're up and coming with bands like Lost Profits and Feel for a Friend, people like that. So, what are your sort of views on either band? Well, maybe a bit of a biased opinion, because Bullet for My Valentine, I think, if you were to ask me right now, probably my favourite band of all time. And that's really? not because they're Welsh. Wow. That's not because they're Welsh. Wow, okay. Um, I just, I, I mean, I could probably, if I thought about it more, I'd probably pick someone else, but just on sheer how much I listen to different people, I listen to Bullet so much. Like, yeah. so much. And... They get a lot of hate for their, their the stuff they're making now and their last few albums. But personally, I think it's it's something different. But it, I I still I still kind of like it. It's just a bit different. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Bullet for Valentine have released good albums up to and including uh, the Fever, and then it dropped off with Temper Temper. They released yeah. Venom, which was really good, and then they've dropped off again with Gravity. I'm not too worried about. Um, as for Greta and Fleet, Greta and Fleet are obviously an incredibly young, talented band. However, they they suffer immensely from sounding very, very influenced by Led Zeppelin, 
which don't get me wrong is not a bad thing because the guy can sing the guy can you know really wail and i've yeah i saw my download and it was like watching led zeppelin but i think because of that they do suffer from a slight identity crisis but you, you know it's you know it's difficult it's kind of it's the airborne acdc effect you know yeah if, exactly they're, they're very different but they're also very similar so you know but acdc made a whole career out of sounding like acdc so you know fair fucks to both bands in that respect so my vote is going to go for bullet on the basis my... of their albums are just great and grave and fleet have got a lot a lot longer to go than what bullet have yeah exactly and i like to hate on not hate, but I like to kind of take the first a bit out of Greta Van Fleet for sounding like Led Zeppelin. But in the end, they are they are a good band that write good songs. And yeah. even if they are similar to Led Zeppelin songs, they they write good songs. But for me, the they haven't been allowed long enough for them to take the throne away from uh, Bullet on this one. And also, I feel like they got a lot of media attention, a lot of media bump to begin with. So that always sometimes um, puts people's backs up and things. Yeah. So, that being said, we are going to... Uh, how would I describe this band? I would say Death Metal Legends Cannibal Corpse. Right, versus yeah. Versus St. Alban's Finest in Ench Kyrie, which is a mad clash. But you know which way I'm voting for. I don't even need to explain how much I love Ench Kyrie. Um, they are my favourite band of all time, so, you know... Shoot me if I'm a little bit biased. I'm going to just throw it to Reese again because, again, I could just sit and wang about Shikari all day long. So, yeah, my my vote would always go to end Shikari because I'm not into that heavier side of metal, which is something we kind of want to explore as a podcast going forward. Especially yes, I do, definitely with uh, possibly future guests that come on and mm. kind of teach the ways of, of that that side of metal. And it's nothing to take away from them; they're the great at what they do, and you know, even if the the songs are a bit risque. I saw saw, saw Cannibal Corpse um, directly supporting Gojira at Bloodstock and it was hammering down with rain, like really, really heavy rain for like an hour and it was just, their whole set was just covered in rain and just Corpse Grinder doing his, I'm not going to do an impression of how he sings, but if you you know, you know, you know. And uh, obviously there's a famous scene in, I think it's Ace Ventura where Jim Carrey dresses up in a Hawaiian shirt and they're in Corpse, uh, Cannibal Corpse play. So uh, the organiser of Bloodstock got everyone to dress up in Halloween. Halloween. Um, oh, what, what did I just say? Ace Hawaiian Ventura. shirts. There we go. Oh, oh, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, so everyone's wearing these Hawaiian shirts in the pouring rain. This is Cannibal <laughs> Corpse. So if they were to get any kind of credit for being a good live band, which they are, they do get that credit because they were very funny and amusing to watch. If nothing yeah. but technically brilliant and brutal. Going now to the indie world with two massive hitters in Foles versus Coldplay. I mean, one of which is a absolutely brilliant band who are really, really undeserving, undeserving, unappreciated, underappreciated. The other one is Coldplay. You know, so that's what I said. (laughs) No, to be fair, Coldplay are, are a good band, but Foles for me are really underrated. I like yeah. them a lot. Yeah, Foles always have my vote. Um, Foles have some great songs, uh, but yeah, Coldplay they got enough attention. They they don't need our praise on this podcast. No, they do not. They do not. Um, but and also, for me, yeah, for me personally, it's just I just they're not 
I mean, about 80% of this stuff just isn't for me. There's a few of the bangers, you know, but... I mean, Fix You is the ultimate sad song, isn't it, to be fair? Yeah. Like, that's the ultimate sad boy song. But uh, apart from that, Chris Martin rocking on back and forth his, on his piano. No, thank you. I'm good. Um, yeah. Now, we go to the absolute godfathers of new metal versus... I say power metal, but I don't mean power metal. I mean they are like the gods of just being heavy and powerful, as in Gojira versus Korn. Right. Ooh. So that's a hell of a clash. Two against two of my <laughs> absolute favourite bands going head to head. Um, obviously Korn been around since the nineties. Uh, seminal band. Uh, absolutely fantastic live every single time. They have released. A couple of dud records around the mid two thousand mark, but all can be forgiven because the last record was great. And I think if Corn had had gone away in the mid two thousands, they would be one of the biggest bands if they were to get back together now, and they would be yeah. headlining festivals left, right, and centre. But because they've kind of drummed it out and kept it going, they have sort of stalled momentum almost. They are basically the sub headlining house band for download every single year. And they can't seem to break that glass ceiling, poor bastards. Yeah, does that? Do you feel that takes away from them in this competition? Uh, the fact that they've they've kept together, or do you think that I think, adds to them? Or I think it adds to them because you know, Metallica released St. Anger, you know, and some kind yeah. of monster and all the rest of it, and they're still the biggest band in the world in terms of rock, at least anyway. Um, so they they released some some real bad stuff. And they've had dips and dips and uh, highs. Same with Corn, but I just feel I always feel bad for Corn because I feel like again if they'd split up around their height, you know, in the mid two thousands, and then didn't cut and then came back five, six, seven years later, they would be the absolute biggest band in the world, in my opinion. But it's they've kind of slaved away and, and fair play to them, but uh, yeah, it's it's difficult one to call. And obviously, yeah. Gojira being the uh, French metal titans that have just been slamming out forever and just brilliant at what they do. Because I don't know. So they've had a corn have had bad parts in their career, but it's not as if they're on a decline. That not, that last album was no, really good. That's the so they're, they're not on they're the not decline. on a dip. It's they're not on a dip. Just, it's just that mid period where they kind of had a lull around. I think it was. Um, I think it was called Volume uh, Volume Three, Corn Three, Volume Three, or something like that, where it kind of it took a real lull in terms of quality, and you know, but the first two, three, four Corn albums completely untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Untouchable because yeah. that's, that's <laughs> out. Sorry, that wasn't even, that was, that wasn't even meant to be a joke. Um, but no, they are genuinely untouchable. Um, so it's a difficult one. Where Gojira have been, you know, started off in progressive death metal. And kind of worked their way up to just being an almighty metal rock outfit, essentially. You know, they have they've not lowered their heaviness, they've just broadened it and fleshed it out more to make it more accessible. You know? Yeah. I I think uh, the vote's got to go to corn here. Yeah, I, I agree. Sorry, Gojira, I love you lots, but it's gonna go to corn. Okay. We have up next arguably the biggest and most influential band on this list the Beatles versus System of a Down ooh <laughs> oh. 
Now I'm gonna. Fr- this is gonna I, be it. I kept my I held my tongue to begin with with the Beatles. I have no personal taste for the Beatles. I I hold I hold I hold them in high regard in terms of what they stand for, how influential they are, how important they are to the music scene in general. But do I personally like them? No, not at all. You know, like they're all right, but they're, they're not my quality at all. And obviously, System of Down for me are a seminal band, really, really important. And for a lot of people around, where when they came out, very, very important band as well. But yeah, yeah, I I'd, I'd say the Beatles is is a hard one because you look at them now, and I personally think they're overrated for what people speak about them and say mm. and what they say about them. Like, already he's putting them in the, the best band on the planet ever. Yeah. But for the time that they were in, they were so influential and they were so good for the time. Yeah. I mean, like, they, they, that's the thing. We have pop stars now. Like, look at um, BTS. Not yeah. my cup of tea at all, but they are on a similar level in terms of fandom that the Beatles got in from what I've seen, you know, yeah. like it's, it's crazy. So yeah, globally they're massive. Everyone loved them or, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I think whereas this, you look at system and it's a lot more, I mean, a lot of their stuff, a lot more of their stuff's political. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say it's a bit, a lot more deeper than, the Beatles stuff. Do you again? This is probably a horrible comparison to make, but do you think it's the catfish and the bottleman effect, where the Beatles don't really sing about anything massively? They do sing about yeah. important things, but like not to the point of where system are very politically charged and kind of you know, yeah, pretty punches in comparison. Have the Beatles influenced someone's? I guess they have. They've influenced people's views on music, haven't they? Yeah. It's one of the hard... This is probably one of the hardest clashes we'll have, just because <laughs> when, as it soon isn't. as you... Oh. <laughs> I can see the one in like two... In like two days, it's not, I tell you, you're going to actually pull your hair out of it. Because as soon as you eliminate the the Beatles, you can't use the argument of they have more... They're, they're more popular, or right. something like that. Because, I, I don't know, it's, it's a hard one, because... Do you put the Beatles through because of their popularity and how good they are to most to a lot of the people, or do we just go on our views because we like System of a Down? More? Okay, so you know, I'm just this is just these are just other bands that are still in the, in the running. Are the Beatles better than Metallica? Are they better than Pink Floyd? Are they better than Oasis? Are they better than? But. Nine Inch Nails. Do you see what I mean? Like, I I'm, think, just, I'm just uh, playing devil's advocate, you know. Yeah, but then if you put System of Down by all those bands, I think you've got you. It's clearly the other bands, whereas the Beatles used to love a discussion. It's always the Beatles, but are we just? Am I just having the Beatles corner there? Because I know it's so such a hot take to to go against the Beatles. Well, I'm not sure. Here's 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 an idea. If we put the Beatles through, right, we go away between now and the next recording, the next one, and we proper give the Beatles a good listen to. Yeah, all right. Uh, Because I feel like, not that we're bowing to the people, because the people, we don't know if the people care or listen, whatever, but I feel like if we don't do it, 
we I don't think we've got as much of a leg to stand on musically in terms of what the Beatles are like. Yeah. In comparison to System of a Down and anyone else on this list. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So my vote's gonna go to the Beatles on that basis. Whether they've made yeah. it through to the next round or not is neither here nor there. I've just realised I've not put I've not been ticking these. Hang on two secs. So we we sent through Bullet We sent through Shakari. I've just realised I've just been doing it. I've not interested in uh, <laughs> Coldplay? Was it Coldplay or Foles? It's Foles. Foles. Yeah, Corn. Cool, and now the Beatles. Cool. I'm going to skip down to, because I feel like this, this clash is just... We're going to get the hard clash out of the way, because this is just... I'm looking at it, and it's giving me anxiety looking at it. Right. <laughs> it's possibly my favourite band of all time ever versus Reese's favourite band of all time ever. It's Black oh, no. Sabbath versus Tool. <laughs> no. Yeah, mate. I'm sorry to do that to you. I really am. But I was looking at that, and I was like, I can't leave that there any longer. It's just a stretch of the out. Oh, God. Yeah. I only need, need a moment. You... you, you... So you start the discussion. I just go. So obviously, two uh, massively influential bands of the nineties. I would say, uh, roughly speaking, obviously Black Sabbath, the arguably the godfathers of heavy metal. In fact, I don't even think it's arguable at this point because obviously, if you know the story of Black Sabbath, um, Tony Iommi, the guitarist, Black Sabbath had his finger uh, removed, top of his finger cut off at work when he was a young when he was young. Uh, he had to have um, detune the strings slightly and make them looser to give them that heavy metal sound we would know and love. So, hence Black Sabbath being, you know, arguably the the starters of this whole genre we know and love. Versus Tool, uh, a very influential, alternative, mind bending rock act. I don't even want to start with this. I'm going to be honest. I, there's there's no comparison you can make. No, it's not. It's just that Sabbath are much more influential. Sabbath are much more influential, but Tool, to a certain degree of people, are arguably one of the mo- one of the most influential bands as well. I mean, if you ask some people, they'll say Tool is the best band that's ever been on the planet. Yeah. So that that whereas, if you ask some some Sabbath fans, they'll say. Well, yeah, or or Sabbath, or um, Zeppelin, or I mean, so you know, I, I say, I say, I love Sabbath, and I do like, I love every single incarnation of Sabbath, whether that is with Ozzy, whether that's with Dio, whether that's with um, the guy from Deep Purple fronting the band, whether you know, because that's the thing as well. Like, what era of Sabbath do you cla- yeah. do you quantify? Is it just the Ozzy? And I'm talking when I say when I say the band, I'm talking about the entire discography. Tool have right. never changed their lineup, in to my knowledge at least. They've right. always so, been, you know. If we're going on that, that's a diff- that's a good way of going. Ha- have Sabbath released many bad albums? I wouldn't say bad albums, but obviously the the, the six Aussie albums are considered the gold standard. Obviously, you've got the the Dio albums as well, which are great. Um, yeah, but. You know, oh god, it's so fucking difficult. Because I, because Tool, I don't think I've ever released a bad song. Yeah, or any a bad album. I think as well. 
Um, I feel like Ozzy might let the side down here for Sabbath. Yeah. Um, Ozzy obviously has been shaky uh, live for a while. Yeah, you've got to take that into account now. We're yeah, further in the competition. Tool obviously haven't been around for a while. So, But we have both seen Tool live uh, last year at Download, so we can make that comparison. And wow. <laughs> I mean, I can make that comparison. I mean, you can't with Sabbath live, but I no. can with both Ozzy and Sabbath. Obviously, I'm taking it purely on Sabbath. But Sabbath is an entity, as in a band, so you have to take individual parts of that band and they could be the root cause of why they go in or out. So for this argument, I think I'm going to put Tool through. <laughs> only because only because Ozzy is a solo artist coming up later, which I'm going to make a lot more of a stronger case for. But yeah. I think on the basis of live, Tool win just. I think, oh God. The thing is, we could be here all day picking picking hairs, you know. Yeah, I, I think it, on that basis, I think two will go through. Yeah, I agree. That was hard. Wow, my my heart is actually breaking. <laughs> okay, this is a little bit a little bit easy, I guess. I don't know. Opeth versus Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, well, I I'm sorry. Jimi Hendrix is the most influential and best guitar player of all time. I think this one is probably... We're not going to get a... I think he's... Jimi Hendrix can go out to a lot of the bigger bands because I don't think Opeth are big enough. They don't think they have enough big tunes. Oh, yeah. They're, they're not a singles band by any stretch. No, no, no. They're an albums band, but... Jimi Hendrix, wow. Okay. I mean, wow. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix goes through... You agreeing? Yeah, we've got another two big hitters here. Now I'm going to say this, and I'm going to preface it with something which you'll understand in a minute: Lincoln Park versus The Prodigy. Oh! And actually, to be fair, I didn't even think about this. I was going to say, don't take into consideration Chester Bennington's passing, but that doesn't matter too much because obviously Keith Flint passed away from Prodigy as well. Yeah. So, the fact that both front, both front men um, sadly passed away, I was going to... Because, obviously, it could be easy to say, oh, yeah, but Chester's, you know, this, that, and the other, which he was, and he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But because of that, yeah, I'll, I'll ignore that previous comment, because I, I almost, yeah, for a second, I was like, oh, hang on a minute, yeah. Obviously, Linkin Park came out uh, mid-2000s, early 2000s. Uh, the pioneers of uh, new metal prodigy broke in the late 90s, uh, with their dance mashup with with rock and infused uh, sort of hardcore music, just both fucking brilliant bands in my opinion. Um, splitting hairs again, I think, boys, on this one. Yeah, no, it's this this one's a really hard one because they're two bands that have two basically each each band has one major album that was that is like the the. So you're the saying, you're best saying thing they've ever done in their career. Fat of the Land? The Fat of the Land. Fat of the Land by The Prodigy. Hybrid Theory. And both albums are so influential in both their kind of era, in both their times. I, that, that, that alone, if you did an album battle, that alone would be hard. So this, this, this class, for me personally, is, is really hard. I, 
I don't know where it swings because again, it's one of those ones where it's like ah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where you can pair the both. I think <sighs> for what it's worth, Linkin Park are one of the best rock bands to ever do it. And I don't, yeah, think, I, I, I don't think they put out a record. Even that last one that was shaky at best, I do yeah. think they put out a dead record. You know, I think I'd agree with you. I think I'd put Linkin Park through, but just, and that's probably because to the, the fact that I'd say this slightly more of a multifaceted band because they've got the they got the vocals and they've got like the rapping kind of thing, and then they've got like they got that. Um, electronic element that prodigy mm. also have so they're adding to it almost so yeah definitely yeah i think that i think lincoln park is going to go through but i think the prodigy would have been would have been up there if they weren't put in such a difficult position yeah definitely sadly that is the way the cookie crumbles i'm afraid ladies and gents two bands i never thought that i'd have to say the same sentence skrillex versus Meshuggah. I mean, I mean, I've not, I've not listened to too much Meshuggah, right? But I know you're a big fan. It's just obviously metal, isn't it? to bang your head to. Yeah, um, it just sounds like you've been hit in the head with a with a bloody machine gun rifle. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Get pummeled into the submission. Oh, this is this this. I'll let you have the reins because I think we we did quite a long discussion on Skrillex before about him being influential in that kind of in his um what's it called uh dubstep time so since listening to since recording the podcast yesterday and recording it today i have gone back to listen to skrillex's back catalog can confirm still absolutely slams as much <laughs> as i love my sugar i think skrillex should go through because okay. it is just Again, sorry everybody, nostalgia got me hard, but it was, it was. I basically had them, Prodigy, Pendulum, just on a, like, a playlist, and it was just I had the best time this morning. It was absolutely great. <laughs> <laughs> Although, on a complete side note, Pendulum are releasing a brand new song this weekend. Supposedly, yeah, two new singles. So, just so you know, um, next clash we have Trivium versus Beastie Boys. Oof. For me, it's open and shut yet again because Trivium are, although they have been inconsistent yeah. in the past, the form they're currently on is just blistering. Yeah, they're and on a they, they massive are, they are taking, trajectory. Um, taking young bands, young exciting bands on tour with them and they're always promoting new and exciting music as well. So they're kind of doing their bit as well as lifting themselves up they're bringing the other ones through as well which is just as important in my opinion yeah um last time we discussed because I don't think I don't rate the Beastie Boys that much but they have a massive influence oh god yeah huge so that's that's their almost um main attack to this kind of battle yeah is is how big their influence is so but musically I think I'd have to go to Trivium. Yeah, fair. I agree, I agree. Next up, we have the weirdest clash probably on this bill. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold versus Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see a collab. Yeah, well, you, you, 
I mean, to be fair... I think it'd be decent. I think it'd be pretty good, because Avengers Sevenfold, in all seriousness, are pretty good at doing that that long, extended, ballady stuff. Yeah, exactly, that's what I was thinking. And, you know, get Elton John on the verse on that during a Sinister Gate solo. I'm, I'm all about that. Like, I'm literally... I mean, I'm actually getting a bit... That's good. That's yeah, good I feel, yeah, it feels like it's about to happen. Yeah, so, like... <laughs> if you're watching this, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, or Elton, dear um, Elton, please I... reach out to Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> If anyone's any good uh, um, at vi- uh, uh, music editing, if you could edit like some Elton John with Avenged Sevenfold over the top, that would be sick. Just send it to us. Yeah. Uh, that would make my day. <laughs> Again, oh. Elton John, huge influential star. Rocket Man! And actually someone who I really, really like and really admire. Some for I uh, is he better, more influential, more important than Avengers Unfold? Yes, <laughs> that's the harsh reality. So, well, he's had a film about him, hasn't he? Yeah, that's very true. So, do we put Elton John uh, for Revenge? I prefer Revenge, but I'd put Elton John through. <laughs> but okay. I really love Avenged. And it pains me to do that, but you can you can override, and that wouldn't be no, a, no, no. A, I I'm gonna keep my override for a minute. I think um, ZZ Top versus Lamb of God for me. It's cut and shot. It's gonna be Lamb of God, isn't it? Really? Is it? Oh well, I do like ZZ Top, but you know, ZZ Top is so good. Sacrament um, is undeniable, though, by Lamb of God. Ashes of the Wake is undeniable. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm 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 going to stick my neck out of the line for Lamb of God. And say, and if, if you want to throw a ZZ Top down, then I might override you. But go with what you're going to go with. I might want to try and get your override out of the way. <laughs> He's playing tactical this game now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it goes easy. Alright then, so my, I'm using my override and I'm saying <laughs> loud God go through. There that we go. Please. I've eliminated it. <laughs> Ailstorm. That's Ailstorm was in the pirate metal band Ailstorm. Yeah. Versus Deep Purple. Ooh. Um, I think it's got to be Deep Purple. I was going to say Ailstorm, to be fair. Do, we we couldn't just put Ailstorm through to see how far they can get <laughs> until we have to reasonably go, right, no, they can't beat Metallica. <laughs> no, fine, fine. Um, yeah, to be fair, Deep Purple need to go through because they are a fantastic fucking band. Yeah. Up next, we have oh, the most blisteringly beautiful band in Slayer. Versus Rise Against. He's just grinning at me like an idiot. <laughs> like, he doesn't even need to say that. He just grinned like... <laughs> Surely. I don't like Slayer. I can't, cannot get into Slayer. I would argue the case that Raining Blood is the best 33-minute album in existence. It is fucking near perfect. 
as far as you wanna, wait, are you saying that it's the best album or are you saying it's the best 33 minute album the best 33 minutes of music put together on an album is right. literally perfect but you know the longevity <sighs> of Slayer and how brilliant they are versus Rise Against who are pretty great and have been pretty great but yeah no if it was any other slight more bigger band than Rise Against I'd go Rise Against but just because I don't want to be murdered in the Slayer I'll back you I'll back you we are going to the dirty streets of Los Angeles I do believe they're from we have Skid Row versus Ghost Again, he's just smiling like an idiot. He's all tenseness between us. Not a big, not a big Skid Row fan. Uh, not oh. a big um, Ghost fan. Sorry. Oh fuck! I was going to say I thought I thought it was a shoe. Cannot like, yes. Cannot get into Ghost. I don't know why. Oh, dude. There's the nothing. I've tried. Nothing appeals to me. I don't. I don't like their sound at all. I don't think they're big enough to to beat Skid Row. Who I, I think sound great. All right then. I'll let you have that one. I mean, I disagree, but I'll let you have it. Skid well, I can Rogue. use my override if you want. No, no, it's fine. No, Skid Row go through. It's fine. <laughs> Tenacious D versus Dream Theater. What are you saying? Can't you see he's a man here? You applaud. <laughs> it's got the Tenacious D on it, really, because they're just fucking banner. It's Jack Black. Yes. Yeah, because As much as I love Dream Theater for being absolutely brilliant and technical and you know you can't beat you can't beat Tenacious D I'm just looking down the yeah this, this is the worst clash on the list right now this right. is the worst clash this is probably the hardest clash so far it's Britain versus America Iron Maiden versus Nirvana ooh now, to me, that's easily the hardest clash we've had. Because Iron Maiden are it feels... fucking incredible. And they have an allegiance of fans, which you cannot deny their popularity at this point. And obviously Nirvana... I, I, Nirvana is such a Nirvana is such more than a band. They are an absolute cult of pop culture. Everything down from the the smiley sticky tongue out the face, you know, Kirk Cobain as a as a person. Yeah. Like they're just an absolute pop culture reference. So much more than just the band. You know, yeah. obviously you've got to look at Dave Grohl, what he went on to do a Foo Fight, like, you know, it's it's weird now that you think sometimes you say Dave Grohl and people don't even think about Nirvana, you know, which yeah. is such a weird mental prospect. But credit to him for that. Yeah, credit to him for hundred percent. But it's weird, you know. Um, I yeah. What? Because there's a, there's a one of them two jumps out at me, and it was as soon as you said it, it didn't feel as hard. <sighs> We named this podcast after Nirvana. So I feel like we'd be hypocrites not to put Nirvana through. But that, without, with that being said, Iron Maiden are one of the best bands 
ever and I'm sad about that that I have to kick them out at this point potentially but it's the name of the game so I'm going to vote for Nirvana who are you going with? I'm overriding you are you? (laughs) well that's fine controversy that's fine we're putting Iron Maiden through I'm actually fine with that I mean that hurt I mean the fact you've overrid me (laughs) makes me feel a lot better about things um, just uh, Iron Maiden seem too much of a big deal, and they are they just oh, it's, it's Iron Maiden are a big deal because they're one it's of the Maiden. best fucking bands in existence. And then Nirvana equally as big, but I just something about Iron Maiden thought they deserve to go through much more. Okey dokey, loving that. Let us know, guys, what you think of the clashes so far over on our Instagram and Twitter. Do we have Instagram? No, it's Facebook and Twitter. Facebook and Twitter, yeah. We haven't got Instagram yet. I mean, we might get Instagram at some point. Yeah, see, this is a teaser. Teaser. So we <laughs> it's coming. Okay, we've got a few more to get through. So, we're going to go with Bon Jovi versus Metallica. Now, I uh, am a fan of Shot Through the Heart, Living on a Prayer. But yeah. They did not write Harvest of the Sorrow, and they did not write Master of Puppets. They did not yeah. write Blackening. <laughs> they did not write Motor Breath. I could go on. So for that reason, it's Metallica going for it. Am I right? Yeah, it's Metallica. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I was like, if he if he tries to challenge you on this, like we are going to have to seriously review this podcast pretty quickly. Cool. Next up, we have Kiss versus Pink Floyd. Another two giant killers. Gotta be the Floyd baby. Gotta be the Floyd, baby. I couldn't agree more on that one. Because they are... They, in my opinion, if I was to do a prediction before this started, and unlike the last podcast, I actually remember that they were in here, uh, I'd have them to win. Because yeah, they are... There's a reason why they're on my skin. And yeah, very <laughs> true. Just to say that. True. Next up, so. we have Creeper versus Oasis. Ooh... <laughs> Yeah, that's a big ol. I mean, thing with, go on. the thing with Oasis is they have a lot of stinkers. You know, they have a lot of bad stuff. And a lot of stuff that sounds very, very similar. And also, you cannot take away the fact that the Gallagher Bros are a pair of fucking knobheads. Like, yeah. <laughs> they are the original buckethead wankers at Leeds Fest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know I can't go to Leeds Fest now because I've just I've singled out Leeds Fest as the uh, the bucketheaded wankers. Yeah, they are. They are. They, are, they know that. They know what they are. Like, <laughs> do we take out the? Do we knock out the creeper? Feel like the massive dark horse here. They've had a great run. Yeah, they have had a great run so far. Who did they knock out in the first round? It was was it someone I big. Can't, I can't remember. Yeah, it was someone big because we just. I can't. I can't think now. But they definitely knocked out someone f- fairly sizable. And now they're coming up against, arguably, if you ask the general public, probably one of the biggest British bands ever. Yeah, true. It's definitely in the top three for some people. Definitely. Definitely the top five. So, so are we putting them through? Are we putting Creeper through? Have Creeper done enough to go through, though? I think on their whole backstory and the creativity in which they've done things from day one is enough to beat most bands on this on this list. Because 
just because a band is small does not mean they've got the energy yeah. and that DIY punk aesthetic to just take what little they have got and make it absolutely monolithically big. And I feel like yeah. Creeper is a shining example of that. And someone that didn't get onto this li- this this list, which is Bowie, they mm, yeah, sound yeah. they take inspiration from him, yeah, so they ca- they're channeling Bowie in this. Definitely, so I think they're going to go through. <laughs> they're beating Oasis. They're beating wow! Oasis. Right next up, we have Queens of the Stone Age versus Faith No More. Ooh, for me. Now, I, I I fought hard for two for Faith No More, but I'm gonna have to go back on that. I feel like in a second, but go on. Yeah, I think Queens of the Stone Age for being almost pioneers of the indie scene and kind of and That's their own kind rock, of isn't it? Yeah. So and th- their albums are just great. They they know how to write a tune. Oh god, yeah. So uh, I mean, they they inspired the the Arctic Monkeys AM album and that album is great so so queens go through we now have green day versus mastodon gotta be green day yeah i love Mastodon, but i feel like mastodon won't go far enough in the competition they'll get through to the next round and go up against metallica and be knocked out so green day you're through through your skinny teeth I was trying to channel my inner Bradley Walsh from the chase there. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be, gotta be, it's gotta All be. Time low versus Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> what stupid clash! <laughs> Who are you going for? <laughs> uh, gotta be the Peppers, isn't it? Really? Yeah, no, there's no no challenge there. Cool. So Motley Crue. Versus Foo Fighters. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking clash. Is it? <laughs> fucking yeah, it is a fucking clash. <laughs> Taylor Hawkins and fucking Dave Grohl need to say any more. Okay, oh. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but no, you're taking a bit away from Motley Crue there. Motley Crue are a very good band. Yeah. But they're, mean, not, they're, not, they're, they're not Foo Fighters. They didn't write The Pretender or Learn yeah, to Fly. Okay, yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I love it. I love that you're trying to defend him at this point. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, cool. So, leads us on to Queen, as in Freddie Mercury's Queen, versus Weezer. I mean, again, it's got to be Queen, hasn't it, to be honest? It's got to be Queen. As much as I love Weezer and Cuomo. Sorry, dude. Don't, don't really like Queen. Uh, not not Queen. Whoa, 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 that, that'd, whoa, be, whoa, that'd whoa. be a hot take. Fair don't really enough. like Weezer. Wow, that's fair enough. They're not for everyone. I can I can understand that. To be fair, they're a very they're for a certain person, I guess. Yes, Guns and Roses versus Bring Me the Horizon. Ooh, see, Bring Me could have gone so far in this. Yeah, they could have done, but they and fucked then, it. They fucked it in the second you round, know, didn't they? It, you know, yes, I said could, because yeah. they are not beating Gee, Guns no. and fucking Roses. Nope, they are not. Guns and Roses go through. We have Hailstorm, as in Lizzie Hale's Hailstorm, versus yeah. My Chemical Romance. I haven't got any rule on this either, so I'm no, not you to haven't. Defend, I'm have to defend my case, but it's My Chemical Romance, because... 
you can't argue with the Black Parade. Like they had they had national newspapers up in arms saying that they were a death cult and things, you know, and they they're just <laughs> headline running in Leeds, you know, multiple times. They've headline downloading or bottled in two thousand and seven. Um, you know, arguably one of the biggest bands of our generation versus Hailstorm, who are a great rock band, taking nothing away from them, but they're a great rock band, but nowhere near the size or scope of Michael Coromance. But they're more talented, I think. <sighs> Reese, fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus, say that in small circles, fucking hell. Shop for something like that. I don't think I would be. Well, I think there's, there's, a, there's a there's a large amount of people who don't say it in my presence for God's sake. I'll see them twice next year. <laughs> who don't understand the hype of uh, my chemical romance. Don't get me wrong, Black Parade, decent. Three cheers to the Avengers, better, but yeah. But eh. Fair enough. So what are we saying him? I'll let you have my chemical romance just so someone bigger can knock him out next round. Fuck's sake. Rolling Stones versus Blink One Eighty Two. Wave Clash. Indeed. Um, what are you thinking? I feel like this is a bit similar to the conversation we had earlier about uh, that band. I can't remember which band it was now. To be honest with you, a bit the, the Beatles. I feel like it's a bit similar argument to have with the Beatles. I feel like I don't know enough about Rolling Stones. At this point in time, to make a case for them going through, well, obviously, Blink. I know loads about. I love Blink One Eighty Two, but see, I think um, they're overrated. For Blink, no um, Stones. Yeah, I don't think they, they. There's a reason why they weren't as big as the Beatles. I mean, they were big, but they weren't as big as the Beatles. Nowhere near. Uh, and I, I just don't think they're, they're they're as good. But I don't know if they're still better than Blink, or does it go through more than Blink? But Blink, Blink's probably the is. Would you say Blink is the biggest like pop punk, rock punk kind of band on this, on this list? They're the, the world. they're the only ones. They are pretty much the only ones. Doing the pop punk thing, right? This list, yeah. The I think left. I'd, I think I'd put them through on that kind of basis. So they're they're defending the pop punk at this point. Yeah. Alrighty. So we have Kaiser Chiefs versus Muse. <laughs> I know, weird, right? Weird. Oh. I predicted right after I picked Kaiser Chiefs. No, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Muse, isn't it? Yeah. Got to use. So we have Paramore versus Beartooth. It's got to be Paramore. Yeah, boy. And then the final clash, the final, final clash Ozzy Osbourne versus Ooh. Nine Inch Nails. I'm, again, I think I said last time I haven't really gone in deep on Nine Inch Nails at all. But Ozzy Osbourne. His solo stuff, I love his solo stuff so does that mean so I can, much. Does that mean I can have Ozzy. It does mean you can have Ozzy. Yes, win, win, win. Because do you know what was weird the other day? Mm. Listen to No More Tears, yeah. Mm. 
the intro to that, you could swear it's a Tool song. Really? It sounds ex- just sounds exactly like a Tool intro. Like the bass line is exactly how Tool start songs. Like go yeah. listen to it after this podcast. It oh, sounds wow. you, you just if you drop it in the middle of a load of Tool songs, the intro especially, not the rest of the song. Um, <laughs> but the intro just sounds as if it's. Yeah, it's just it just morphs into the tool sound. I don't know why. I just yeah, awesome stuff. So there you have it, ladies and gents. That is that is round two, over and done with. So for round three, we have the following bands made it through: uh, Bullet for Valentine, Enter Shikari, Falls, The Beatles, Corn, Tool, The Be- Beatles twice. Why the Beatles twice? <laughs> Interesting, controversial. Okay, I think that might be a typo on my part. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, Linkin Park, Skrillex, Trivium, Elton John, Lamb of God, Deep Purple Slayer, Skid Row, Tenacious D, Iron Maiden, Metallica, Pink Floyd, Creeper, Queens of the Stone Age, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Green Day, Queen, Foo Fighters, Guns N' Roses, Michael Cromance, Blink-182, Paramore, Muse, and Ozzy Osbourne. Wow, next uh, round is going to uh, be tough. Out of that, who do you think is going to... Again, I think Creeper could do the distance. I've got their dark horse. Yeah, I feel like um, they get a good. Enshikairi, I think could do the final. Potentially. Final, the final. Potentially, they get a good run. <laughs> they ain't getting nowhere near the final. They might. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Yeah, try, try and bat your case because you might be to. able to. I'm gonna bat it very. Tell you who's hard. not getting near the final. I'm not yeah. getting past the next round. Is my chemical romance? Ah, oh, behave. Unless they come <laughs> against. Unless they come against. I don't even know. There's not many. So what I'm, what I'm gonna do? Because this is just. I'm just curious. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do this live on the pod. Just okay. for just a little preview of some of the clashes for next time. Um, what did I type in? Random. Uh, group. I can't think what I call it now. What I'll do is I will put. What I'll do, in fact, I'll do the clashes after the podcast, and then I will put the. I'll put a couple of clashes on the Facebook as an exclusive for you to whet your appetites to for round yeah. number three. Right. Thank you so much for watching this, guys, and listening to this podcast. If you like it, go and give it a like on Apple Podcasts and Spotify things. Really helps us out. Uh, give us a share and things like that. I'm um, going to say goodbye to Reese now because we've got another podcast to record, my boy. So um, thank you as always, and um, we'll see you next time around. Bye-bye. Bye.